0: Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Uri Jedi. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we take a moment to acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to connect with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness in their individual journeys. Our hope is to encourage you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. When you make no apologies for what you want and have the courage, determination, and skill to go after it consistently, then you just might understand the mindset that drives my next guest. I've had a couple of real estate professionals on this program, and that's not simply because their particular line of work is very much in line with the values of hard work, commitment, and resilience that we often talk about on the podcast. But as far as Jean-Philippe Loisel is concerned, it's always a thrill to get to share a first-hand look into the habits and best practices of an individual recognized as an established champion among his peers. Having already won a number of prestigious awards over his decade-long career and still going strong... Jean-Philippe is quite simply a standout performer. Driven by excellence with a keen sense for a job well done and a no excuses type of personality towards achieving his goals, JP is all about shooting for greatness with every decision and resulting action. On this episode, we discuss the importance of committing to your vision, putting in the work by paying your dues, staying true to your core values, as well as the importance of resting appropriately. It's all there, so let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 105, with Jean-Philippe Loisel. Here we go. Um, JP, thank you so much for being here on the Awaken the Awesome Podcast. Um, Right off the bat, I just want to say thank you. And first of all, a lot of appreciation um, because I've been following your content um, on Instagram and all over the place. And it's already something to follow someone, as they say, virtually. But when I got the chance to meet you in person at the uh, Millionaire Mindset Montreal Mastermind uh, hosted by Christopher Didion, uh, it was definitely a great opportunity to actually, first of all, get to meet you and, of course, experience your something that you really push forward, which is your mindset—the mindset of a champion, the mindset of success—and it's really beautiful to see that. You know, it's not just about what we see on social media, but the person is all about that. And I just wanted to throw it out there. Um, seriously, um, uh, it's something you told the story before, but you know, has it always been? about success for you? Has it always been about the mindset of a champion for you? Where do you think that comes from?
1: Well, it, it comes from far away. First of all, thank you very much for having me uh, in this podcast. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Uh, and uh, I'll do my best. I'll do my best to share my story, share my uh, knowledge. And I hope every, uh, everybody can take a, a little dip inside my life a bit. Uh, so it's it started um, when, I, when I was young. I don't think it was going well, but going after failure, after failure, after failure. Uh, I didn't realize that something had to change. And um, I remind myself I was in my bedroom in the basement and I started to write some stuff on papers, put it on my walls and... For me, at that age, was more, how can I defy pain? Because if I can beat some kind of pain I had in my head, in my mind, by beating it, I would be more happy. So at that time, it was all about beating that kind of a pain. And going further, I got introduced with my father to uh, OG Mandino, with uh, the best seller in the world, which was a book, then a CD, then other stuff too. And I started to understand that the brain has a lot to do with uh, people being successful. And I started to uh, understand what was the pain in my head and what was was it related to, because it was related to my expectation being not met. And the true reality of going failure after failure, uh, being a teenager.
0: That's important. What we experience as we're young, as we're experienced, as we're kids, we can either use that. To build towards a greater success or, or actually be a victim of that? Because often that's something that happened. You even spoke about that in your panel, about the fact of what you tell yourself you will believe. You need to speak the right words into your own reality. Otherwise, you are going to define yourself as a failure. How did you overcome that?
1: Good question. Uh, for me, it was, um, I think, determination. Determination wow. to say, you know what, it's not going to be like this. It's life for me has more to offer to me and to people around me than what I was uh, experiencing at that time.
0: One thing that really touched me, um, again, at the Mastermind, because for me, it was a really terrific experience. And again, thank you so much for all the great knowledge that you shared. For me, something as basic as being surrounded by the touching and warming people that are your family. I met your father. Met your mom, met your sisters, and everybody who was there just came with full art, heart, and honesty saying, I'm here to support JP and I'm here to help him out. I'm here to be here. And just how important is it to be surrounded by the right people? Because we say that a lot in terms of the people you surround yourself will determine your path towards success. And how would you say it's important for the people, you know, listening to surround yourself with the right people, whether through your family or otherwise?
1: I've been lucky to have a fantastic family uh, with with solid solid foundation one uh, to the other. Uh, we we all together I think likes uh, the well for example me I I love my three sisters uh, I love them for what they're great at and they're better than me and at at least few stuff each of them. So I can learn from them because we're all so different, but we're, we come from the same place, which is a place of heart, a place of love, a place of determination, a place where we go to the next level and we encourage each other to go to the next level just by being our best self every single day. And I think it starts from there.
0: You need to have the right people because family is so important. And when I when I saw you with your family, it's just something I see that is what you call a very solid foundation. I'm using your words, but that's what you call solid foundation to everybody's rounded up in the same mission, and the same mindset. And um just talking about taking a leap of faith. And, you know, because I can only understand I don't know much about, you know, the, the real estate, you know, industry and everything, what it takes to be a broker and everything. But. What was it like? What got you into it? What inspired you to actually you know, pursue that as a career?
1: Uh, well, when I, uh, when I was in school, um, looking to decide uh, what I'm going to do after that, am I going to the university? Am I doing something else? Am I, am I going to work? Uh, I was in a situation where I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I think what I was experiencing at that time is what do I really like or am I going for something I like, am I going for something I'll get the money that I like, because I think we're all attracted by different stuff, beginning of the 20s, -hmm. it was all about what do I like and how much money can I get. Today, I would say, you know, going back, I think the most important thing is, how can you match the two and, and build a life that you'll be more than happy to live? And I decided, because uh, I was walking with my father, and my father said, well, JP, what are you going to do after? I said, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to be an accountant. Oh, wow. I'm so lucky I was, I'm not an accountant today, because I don't have this personality, I have, the, I have the drive, I have the energy, I have the mindset today to build something solid, to build foundation, to build uh, the kind of business I want to build today. And maybe in five years, 10 years, 15 years, I'll be somewhere else doing something different. But I'll still keep this foundation of a business thinker today.
0: You know, just hearing your words, just saying, I don't know, what are you going to do? I don't know. There's a lot of, uh, of people whether young students young just as you were or even seasoned professionals right now 40s and 50s are still looking down the pipeline telling themselves what am i doing how can we help them change that dialogue how can we ask help them ask themselves the right question how do we guide them jv
1: you said the you said it perfectly the right question first of all the right question I don't think it has to be, to do with my question, mm-hmm. your question, somebody else question. Questions has to to deal with the core of the person. If the person like has certain kind of need uh, to feel significant or to feel like they're growing or to feel like they're contributing, their question and their decision will be based on what's most important in terms of their need. And it's, I don't think it's, it's, a, it's, it's more the question. I would say more, how can you be a better person? Because when I was young, um, and I still believe it today, this I think it's all about being the best at what you're doing. It's not really uh, what you're doing, but how you're doing it. Okay. How can you do it to the next level? How can you become a better person? How can you build... a a better foundation of a person? How can you build something more beautiful on top of that foundation? I think it's more towards the person you become than what kind of job you're gonna be doing.
0: Something that really highlighted um, from what you just said in terms of how can we get better? How can we improve? How can we do things differently? And something that a lot of people struggle with, and I'm sure you've had this both in conversations and experiences because, you know, you've been, you've been there, you know, with the mindset of the champion, you've probably lived everything. What I'm getting to as a question is like, when we try to do better, we often have this feeling of friction, you know, people surrounding us, our friends, our family. And when we try to elevate ourselves, it feels as if we have to apologize for wanting to be great. We have to apologize for wanting better for ourselves. How do we wrestle with that? Because a lot of people are afraid to change. A lot of people are afraid to want better. As if they should you want always want the naysayers will always come around and telling you why you're doing this, why should you do this and trying to question, you know, your goals and question your dreams. How do we help people go beyond that fear, JP?
1: I think this has to this has to do with the kind of person you become along the way with all the effort, all the all the days that you've been the extra mile. You're building uh, some kind of something around you that that makes you get better, or you're building some kind of muscle in your mind that gets you go further than this thinking. Mm -hmm. I think it's not about the people around you. It's not about being apologized to say, you know what, I'm getting better. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. For me, it's like every single day it's like, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting one step closer because today I'll run again the extra mile because today I decide that my goal that I see in front of me because I always have my goals in front of me. I have it on my board. I have it in my agenda. I have it at home. I have it everywhere because I want to make it clear and I don't want to have like 15 goals. I want to have goals, simple goals in front of me and this is it. It's going to happen and I'm getting closer every single day, no matter what.
0: So it's relentless effort and commitment. That's the formula. I think it is. In those moments, because I'm very big about people with limiting beliefs and people who unfortunately are frozen by the fear. I use that word a lot. Is because a lot of the conversations that I get either over DMs or everything, a lot of people tell me, yeah, but I don't know what I want to do. But what if this doesn't work out? And a lot of people often, I, I think, you know, what if it does work out? What if you write that great book? What if you, again, get that insane job? What if you get that great opportunity to make that great sale? Why are people so afraid of success?
1: I think it's not so much about being afraid of success or not. I think people stay too much time in their mind and not enough time in action.
0: Okay. Because
1: when people are too much in their mind, thinking about this, thinking about that, of course, they're not, they're not going to do it. Of course, they're going to be scared. Uh, the more you focus on something, the more it's going to get bigger. And most probably, your mind is going to get attracted by the challenges, the obstacles, the problems, everything. And if it gets bigger, well, it's, it's a bit like you look in, in, into a mountain in front of you, but you, now you go deeper, closer, and you look all the obstacles, then it's not a small uh, it's not a small mountain it's going to be everest of course you're not going to start you're not going to do it you're not going to finish but if at take action right away and then you'll go step by step towards doing it cuz when you stay too much time in your head of course you're not going to take action you're going to be facing fear to the next so just level. Just
0: by staying inside of your head, you're making the problem exponentially bigger. Definitely. So we have to take action.
1: Action. The more, I mean, if you go back in times, uh, the, the human species were going out, trying to get some food, coming back, always in movement, always progressing, always in action, Not so much time in their mind, not so much time in their head. Shouldn't be so different because we're made a certain way. But with all like technology, phone, uh, knowledge, everything we have, like it's so easy that we get trapped into this problem of getting more information, getting better, getting doing this, doing that. But finally, what are you really doing? How efficient are you? And people that are working, for example, 9 to 5, I bet if they calculate, like, click every time you start doing something, and when your mind is switching to something else, click back, because you're not working, you're not doing what you're supposed to do, or you're not doing or advancing towards your project, and I'm pretty sure you're not going to be working th- more than 3-4 hours a day.
0: I had a question, just as you were talking about uh, your whiteboard and your goals. Uh, could you give us some practical tips on how to actually use a uh, an efficient one? Not just write stuff down, but how do you go about, you know, setting your goals and visualizing them and acting on them? Because a lot of people just want to say, "Yeah, I've got goals, I've got dreams," but I'll, from what I'm hearing from you, there's a method to that. You actually have to, you know, have to write it down and look at them. What's your process?
1: Well, first of all, I wanna I wanna have a place where I'm gonna be able to see it. Mm-hmm. For me, it's paper agenda. And it's a board in my office, and I have some reminders at home. Mm-hmm. But it's mainly in the office that it takes place. And I want to make it so clear and so action-driven, so simple to take these daily action that I'll get to those goals. Because the thing is, we we, are, we overestimate what we're going to do in – a day, mm-hmm. a week, three weeks, three months, but we underestimate what we can do in six months, a year, two years, five years. Because the truth is, when we put so much stuff in a day, we get discouraged, and then afterwards, you're doing 25 to 50% what we, you decided to do the first day. But the truth is, if you put some simple action every single day, so my goals are action-driven, My goals are based on action, based on what I'll do, not just the end goal, not just, uh, for example, runners. If they're going to run, for example, uh, 200 kilometers in a year or or in a week, uh, I mean, it all depends at what level they're at, but they have to go progressive and it has to be fun, simple, and they have to gamify it.
0: Fun, fun. Simple, gamify. So we have to actually enjoy the process. It, it, it's going to be a lot of hard work, but we have to be able to enjoy it?
1: I think I, I think when they say, when people say, do the extra mile, work 110%, it has to come with this. So many people, when they want to try to shift, they're trying to shift 150% or 200% in a day. I'm sorry, but... Your, your body was like this for the past uh, a year or a month or whatever. You're not going to switch just like this because you didn't do what you're supposed to do for the past month or years. Afterwards, you're going to switch like two millimeters shift or little action after little action, but progressively you're going to get to your goal. So my goals are simple and progressive. And fun and fun but the big goal is big but it starts by little little stuff daily
0: Little actions little actions compounded over time um i want to piggyback on that and ask you you know you're a champion you've been doing this for years on end you have a successful business successful legacy and that you're still building putting the building blocks towards a tremendous achievements going forward um but i want to talk about you know Again, with success, there has to be a lot of you know sacrifice, has to be a lot of patience, and a lot of people are so going back to that. It's like a lot of people are afraid of the work they have to put in. You can't have success, the formula of a champion, without the hard work. I want, I'd like you to just like walk on through. What was the struggle like for you over time, over the years? Because it probably wasn't always easy. I can, I can imagine.
1: Life is not so, uh, so blue, pink, yellow, whatever. Life is, is about doing your very best. And if you're working 110%, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this extra 10% is gonna be worth it. But I'm telling you, you're gonna work your ass off to get it done. Cause there's so many people that want to get to this juice, want to get to this, uh, to this goal. But they, they just don't get the extra amount. They just don't get the 110%. And it wasn't so easy for me. When I started, I was in my parents' basement. Oh, wow. I was in my, in my bedroom, starting in real estate, 21 years old. And you can bet I had no friends that was looking to buy at that time or sell because they didn't have the money. They were studying or they were just starting to work. So I had no choice. If I was going to succeed in that business, I needed to make some calls, door knock, try to find ways, because I had no money to invest. I can tell you, I was probably between fi- five and $15,000 uh, in debt at that time. At 21. At 21 years old, because when you finish uh, um real estate school, mm-hmm. there's money, that you have to pay first, and then you have to pay every single month uh, fees, plus when you do transactions. So you're you're already like paying, 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 but no money is, no money is coming in, because you're getting paid when you go to the notary, which is normally two, three months after a transaction. But when you start, well, for for example, when I started, I didn't do a transaction the next month. It took me time took me time to adapt. It took, took me time to hustle. Wow. And at one point, it was so hard because every single day I was telling myself, you know what, I think it's over for me. I'm doing something else. And then I said, you know what, let's start another day. Let's do another time. I was going back up, back down uh, from the house, uh, going to sleep, taking some food, going... Uh, sleeping because I was tired to have people telling me no truth is they were not saying really no to to me they were saying no to either realtor or they were saying no to the fact that they don't want to buy or sell that's it Mm -hmm. and when people say it's a numbers game it is a numbers game yes you need to learn skills and you need to give yourself time to learn skills because in a lot, of, a lot of work, it could be plumbers, electricians, or even other people, when they finish, they have to follow a certain number of hours then to, to get to the next level because they're not qualified day one. And I don't think you get qualified day one in anything anyways. Of course. Same thing for me. So you have to understand that it takes time to get there, and for me, it was struggle day after day after day. And when I started to say to my, at one point, I said, it either break or I'm going to go through it or I'm going to do something else. And I started to do 50 contact every single day, paying two coach of a thousand bucks each month. So two thousand bucks each month plus remax another 1000 plus other fees i mean i had no money you can say i was either stupid uh, or or i don't know what i was doing at that time it was just the time to say is it going to go through or not but i will do whatever it takes i was doing 50 contacts a day until i was going to do it And that was the the time it started.
0: Make or break. So that speaks a lot about what people have, have a really hard time understanding that whatever you pursue, whatever is your goal, whatever is your own definition of success, it will ask another level of commitment from you. That's what I heard. And I'm so humbled by that story. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing to see how you come out at the other end as a champion and as an example that, you know what, patience and hard, committed work will take you farther than you think. And I'd like you to speak on that in terms of, you know, when people tell you, oh, you know, I had a bad day or, you know, life is hard or, you know, how am I ever going to get through this? From what I'm hearing from you is that, you know what, let's focus on today.
1: Absolutely. What are you gonna to do today? That's gonna to make a difference. And you said you said it perfectly. It's all about having a different level of commitment. Because commitment is so important and when you decide that you'll do whatever it takes and when I say whatever it takes, it's like you'll find a way no matter what. That's it. And a question. It's not like it's not like there's option. It's not like Okay, I've done 25, it's over. Okay, I've done 50 today, it's over. No, no, you're going to do 50 every day until you do it and until you get what you want.
0: What I admire right now, because from everything that you've built and this terrific evolution that you've seen right now, from living in your parents' basement to the JP of today. And from what I'm hearing, I'm hearing the same excitement I'm hearing the same curiosity. I'm hearing the same drive because I'm hearing you're hungry and your goals, again, are extraordinary. How do you keep yourself motivated? Do you ever... Because a lot of people say, you know what? I've done it. I'm enough. That's okay. Let me just chill. But that's not what I'm hearing from you, JP. What gives you the drive to keep going another day? Is it just, again, the goals? it just you always want more? Is it? Is there ever enough, JP?
1: Well, first of all, When you tell yourself it's enough, it means you're talking about your past. How can I be a better person, a better version of myself? Because today is based on my mindset. Today and tomorrow is based on the person I am today and how I will build it to the next level. How can I get stronger? When I I was younger, uh, if I go back like 10 years back, I I didn't have the same confidence, the same mindset, as solid as I am today. And my goal is to get even more solid in five years, ten years. And I had in mind, I had steel in mind. And I said, you know what? If my mind can be so, so, so fucking strong as a steel, then I'll get to my goal. But the truth is, there's always another steel that can get Another one that can get even harder, even better. So, so with time that goes on, if I go back 10 years and I go today and I go in 10 years, today my goal is to, how can I get a better version? How can I get to the next level? Quicker, faster, and help people around me. And influence people around, it's, it's with the person I became by getting to those goals. Even though sometimes it's not easy. Even today. I get bigger goals, bigger dreams, bigger achievements, bigger financial problem I can get. But truth is, if you work on yourself on a daily basis with your mindset, moving your body, looking forward, having your goals on the board, looking on the big picture, not just on little details, looking where you're going and fighting for it, you're going to get it.
0: No question. As always, we keep very clear mindset, simple goals, and keep speaking the right, the right words, and the right intentions, and putting in the work. That's how we get there. Um, I don't want to keep too long. I've maybe one or two two final questions. Um, in terms of being an overperformer, like a uh, champion, the same way as you are, I keep using that word a lot because you are uh, with all your accolades and your successes. But it's also important to, from what I believe, to also have the time to rest and to disconnect and to, I had this conversation with Vincent in a past uh, conversation, Vincent Guta, and he told me that it's also important to actually to be able to reset yourself. Does that happen for you, JP? Or do you have those practices where you take a time to actually, you know, focus on you and take a time to rest? How important is that for you?
1: Yeah, I think there's, there's time for, uh, for everything. There's time for a hard work and there's time for a cutoff. And when I said you need to work the extra mile, you need to work 100 to 10%, I truly believe it and I'm doing it every day. That's my goal actually. My goal every day when I go up is how will I reach the next level today? It's not just like, just the money wise just all those stuff, and all the other things is, am I doing right now something that will get me to the next level where I want to get? Am I doing something right now that i'm doing the extra mile? Am Every I day. pushing to the true j p right now and that's more like that's that that's more like the, the the core value I have inside me, but I mean at some point, you get tired. Uh, It's normal. So you need some time every single day for yourself. I used to do a lot, the three-times, three-minute meditation in a day. It doesn't have to be long. And you have to to focus on positive stuff. I'm doing every day 15 to 45 minutes of motivation, reading books, uh, YouTube videos, uh, pushing my mind, when I go in the car to go to go drive to work, it's going to be motivation too. When I drive work to another client, it's going to be motivation. It won't be music. Come in my car and try to see me, to, to hear music. You might only uh, hear it in Sunday, not, not all the other day. So you have to use those moments to feed your mind so that you can push more time to 110% and then you need to to put some cutoff in your time because I'm taking between eight to 10, weeks of vacation in a year. Oh, wow. And I'm achieving much more than I was doing before I was doing this.
0: Compare that to everybody else who's again, working the nine to five and have maybe one week vacation, depending on your seniority, obviously one weeks, two weeks, the legal two weeks or a couple of days off, you know, legal holidays and stuff. But you, as an overachiever, somebody who's really going at the grind every single day, as you put it, you're clearly, you know, having some set, you know, moments to for hard work and some moments to rest. And you're showing the importance of doing that. That's cool. Okay. This really is stuff yeah. that, you know, people need to take into consideration. A lot of people saying like, you know, it's not, yes, you go hard. Yes, you work hard, but you also need to rest. And that doesn't mean you need to wear yourself out because I understand that, you know, you do get tired and that's a very important message people need to hear. You need to take time for yourself. You said every single day, doesn't need to be a full hour, go get a massage or whatever works for you. But what I heard is the little pockets of meditation, reading, just unplug and focus your mind because the mind is a muscle we need to exercise those habits. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I know we're coming up on top of the recording, but uh, first of all, JP, I want to close it off first of all, by saying thank you um, for your time, uh, because that's the greatest gift anyone can give, which is your time. I know you're very busy guys. So thank you so much for saying yes to this invitation. It was a privilege um, as always uh, to connect with you and again, to get to learn so much more about, you know, the individual and uh, the successful entrepreneur and, you know, the business leader, champion and example. So for that, thank you so much for everything that you share. Um, But leaving off, just running tradition on the podcast. We always like to, you know, ask the guests to leave us either with a quote, a call to action, a habit, um, anything that people can use waking up tomorrow to try and, you know, make that next step towards the next level. What can we leave them with?
1: Um, There's so many things I can leave with, I would say first of all, thank you very much for having me in this podcast. I know it's getting late, but for me, it's how can how can you go to the extra mile to to be the best version of yourself? And remember, because I said action is so important. When Gretzky said, "You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take." So remember to take action tomorrow. Remember to take action with heart and hard work, dedication, and commitment to the next level because you can achieve more. Wow.
0: JP Loisel. Thank you so much. Guys, Jean-Philippe Loisel, real estate champion. Look for him on EquipeLoisel.com. Definitely, I'll have all the links available on the podcast. Uh, On the blog post as soon as this episode goes live. JP, where can people mostly connect with you on uh, on the interwebs? Uh, Instagram, your website? How can we reach you?
1: Website, Instagram, Facebook as well, Uh, LinkedIn. I mean, mostly everywhere. So (laughs) if you want to reach me, you're going to find me.
0: Not a problem. Guys, this has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome Podcast with my guest, Jean-Philippe Loisel. Guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. If you find any values into these recordings, please do share. Leave us a like. Leave us a comment. It's always appreciated to show support. With every other recording, we always try to build better and newer and better content for you. Stay elevated. Stay safe. Stay resilient. Stay loved. Stay blessed. And as always, do stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome Podcast. We do love to get your feedback, so please drop us a line. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review. We always do appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.